now now we got to mind our p's and q's just started recording nick no swear yeah. say something <laughs> funny go <laughs> if a dentist makes money off people with bad teeth then why would i buy toothpaste that four out of five dentists recommend why do bikes have kickstands because they're too tired <laughs> okay <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to their Direct Connect. This time, we got Brian Carr joining me. Brian, how you doing? Doing well, Nick. Good to join you again. Looking forward to uh, round two, Tales from the Audit Room. And this time, we found an old gem, which if you find us at the right event, you might get to see the actual presentation. But the uh, the 2014 yeah. uh, WEC SIP t- Audit Team Quotes slide deck. We're going to review that, and we're not going to share, because we got to protect the guilty. Uh so with that, now now hold some on, of hold. these I may have to pause hold on hold because on. we probably shouldn't finish those. Yeah, uh, there, there's a little bit of context here, right? There's actually two versions of this slideshow, um, one that is safe for work and one that's not safe for work. So I'll provide a little background. Maybe this will, I think, help things along. But uh, not but, safe for work and less safe for work. I'm not sure any of it's really that safe. <laughs> But we won't talk okay, about not the safe cheese. for that management. Was, the cheese was not safe for work, and the bathroom tokens. Those are out. <laughs> Those are Archer after dark. When you're traveling so much together, we started putting together uh, basically quotes. You know, we're just capturing funny, funny things. You know, out of pocket comments, whatever you want to call it. Um, so Nick, Nick started cataloging those and came up with a kind of year end presentation. So he dug that up, and we started talking through. There's a lot of it we honestly can't really share because it implicates us allegedly or yeah. other people. So I don't mind implicating other people. <laughs> Which means we have to name names though. And that, you know, start getting phone calls. So I'm going to lead off with one from, uh, from Joe Ba, just a, a rental car one. And uh, just to put the backstory on this one, uh, Joe Morgan and I flew into Vegas and basically drove down, uh, the I-15 corridor, but not on I-15, back and forth every substation between there and L.A., I think. Um, and the rental car that was given was, uh, I don't remember what it was, some kind of Jeep. And Joe was having none of it by the end of the second like, day. None of it was like the six-seat Wrangler. Or, it was like the, the Liberty, wasn't it? Yeah, no. I thought it was a Liberty or something, one of those. That- it wasn't something nice like a Cherokee, though. I remember that. It, it rode like a Jeep because yeah. Joe, I think we were... Somewhere outside of Barstow, which is always a great spot to be. All right, damn it. No more damn Jeeps. It's like riding in a bathtub. A cast iron bathtub. An old claw-footed cast iron bathtub. Oh, yeah. That's very particular about cars after that. Well, we also had the do not drive list. And it eventually flipped to allowed to drive list. And I think there were four of us on it. I still don't know how I got to stay on it. Yeah. Cause yeah. The allowed to drive list was shorter. Yeah. I'm the only person I think that Darren fell asleep while I was driving may have had something to do with muscle relaxers, (laughs) but if you've ever driven with Darren in the side seat or the passenger seat, that's like taking a driving test. Oh man. It, It is. It's just a prolonged driving test. It's, it's, but then, but then you put Darren in the driver's seat, and what's he doing? Sixty-five in the fast lane, and wonders why everybody's flying around him. So how sorry, Darren, just how it is. 
that's the not that's the less safe for work uh no the not safe for work version well there was one time in in la when uh <laughs> wally was driving well those of you who know wally magda uh wally had did we talk about this one last time i don't, I don't remember think we talked about we the bullet gps it. yeah he, he had his gps so he had his you know google maps up and we were we were in southern california around la somewhere and uh wally was driving had his maps up and it was in polish because wally you know, his Polish background plays a mean accordion. That guy, like incredible talent, love Wally. But his Polish GPS was, you know, giving him directions and Darren's riding shotgun, of course. Uh, and I can't remember how long that lasted. Maybe, maybe 10 minutes as we're driving around and <laughs> Darren finally turned to Wally. He says, if you don't turn off that effing GPS, <laughs> it's like I'm going to rip it out and throw it out, of the, throw it out the car. <laughs> so... So he had to quietly take it off the dash and turn it off. I don't know if he turned it to English or not, but I don't know what the issue was, whether it was Wally's driving or no offense, Wally. I love you, but. <laughs> that was the one where Darren accused him of driving by Braille with the bumps on the, on the lines. <laughs> I was in the right. car, so I just assumed it was, it was probably about average, but he hit it twice or something. And speaking of the audit room, kind of the, where everything comes back, comes back to the clearinghouse. Got another Joe Ba one. Uh, and for those who uh, remember Mindy, our CPC, this was to her. So think of Joe and Mindy. Uh, what, what's Mindy? Maybe 5'5"? Five, five? Not a large person, but yeah, five, Joe six. comes in. For someone so small, you flounder like a 300-pound linebacker. <laughs> some of the uh, the audit rooms were pretty small. I mean, some of the some of the utilities, you all stuck us in broom closets, and we got real cozy over the course of a week. There was no social distancing back then. Yeah. Um, and some of us oh, yeah. could work from our laptops. Others had one, two, three, 15 portable monitors and sprawled. And the hilarious part about this was Joe was as much of a sprawler as anybody. Yeah. Desk, desk space was a, was definitely a, a, a hot commodity back then, especially in the smaller audit rooms. And some of the auditors, yeah, would travel with like two, three portable screens and they'd set up and take up the space of four and like, Hey, what are you doing? I think Mindy had a couple of monitors. Joe Ba did too. I think it's because she was encroaching on his space. Is what I think. Yeah, I don't remember Mindy being one that took up a ton of space in the audit room. Yeah, you encroach on Joe Ba. We used to joke about Joe Ba. It's a funny thing. Him taking up space. You remember his business card that we used to joke about? Oh, the accordion style. If you know Joe, yeah, the accordion style of the fold out like it was, you know, is. <clears throat> three feet long because it would fold out of all of his experience and everything. We used to give Joe a hard time about that. Love you, Joe. He'd have a story for everything. It was good times. All right. What's the next one, Nick? A lot of these really aren't safe for work. They're not even in the maybe safe for work. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, I guess we can go with the, the I just threw up in my pants. Um, remember that one? When we were down in <laughs> Vegas. And, do we want to name names on that one or just want to talk about Let's just let's just talk about it. I don't know. The name might slip out, but yeah, um, that was one of the guys. Who yeah, uh, had he always wanted to have the sayings down, but he was always off by like one or two words, or <laughs> contextually off by about thirty seconds. And that was one where it's like, wait, what? Yep. I think he was trying to what? say something about throwing up in his mouth, but yeah, that it was I threw the, up in my pants, so. And this was toward December of the year that I was keeping track of everything everybody figured out. So then he immediately follows up with, oh, hell, you're going to write that down, aren't you? 
Nope, you yep. already did. <laughs> Don't put that one in the presentation. Yeah, he knew. He knew. Those were some of the best ones because once he realized it, it was already too late. I mean, he and you know us as the audit team, you you let anything like that out, and we're we're using that saying for the next six months. You know about oh, yeah. anything. Might have been the same week. Uh, comes in with it took him like a half an hour to get that cherry out. Wait, is that a saying? So at that point, then he realized that he was just trying to find a saying at that point. So that's the same. That's the same auditor who I convinced to buy a brand new truck too. For those of you who know the story, <laughs> you didn't convince him. You just took. You just helped him not lose it. Look at the look at the truck. <laughs> you just helped him not yeah, lose his. Took resolve. me to dealership. Took a new truck and he bought a new truck. And speaking of being just ruthless, we got the one where uh, one of the auditors was talking about spending eight years with the nuns in school. To which Mick Nesham just comes right off the top rope with, I didn't know kindergarten was that long. <laughs> so those of y'all who have ever had a chance to, to work with Mick, or if you've only seen him, and maybe you had to work with him a little bit. He's, I know when he was at Chelan, their nickname for him was a sippy hippie. And I was like, yeah, he's like the hippie that spent some time in Nam. He's got about six ways to take yep. you out with words. Nick was, Mick was nas- masterful in that. He, uh, Yeah, he, he'd come off the top rope with something you totally would not expect it. Kind of subtle, kind of understated. Perfect timing on him, though. Like his comedic Definitely. delivery was—he could have—he could have hung his own on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Another one, it was the same too. Actually, one of them talked about doing a nine-minute mile yesterday. Mick right, follows right behind with being on a bus doesn't count. <laughs> Brutal. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, ooh, we got the dongle one. Is that one safe enough? Do you think? Yeah, I think it's safe enough because everybody knows what we're talking about. So everybody, so, everybody worked. <laughs> and it gives me that look of like, oh boy. You know, we all had Max back in the day. And so connectors. we had this, this kind of dongle. So, yep. That we call the dongle. It's just an adapter. But uh, yeah, we all travel. Dongle is funny. So we all travel with a purse full of them because back then you had to have 17 different varieties. Yeah. They weren't, you had to have Thunderbolts and Lightning. And I don't think USB C was a thing yet. Did you have the USB A? It wasn't yet. Yeah. You needed an HDMI. Yeah. You needed a VGA. Yeah. Joe Bach comes back in. And I don't know who he was talking to. I didn't write that down. Those were my failure points because that would have added a lot of context. But he yelled, what would you do to my dongle? It's broken. <laughs> a lot of things in the audit room that if you didn't hear the context or didn't see what was going on, look real yeah. suspicious. Well, we had plenty of shenanigans in the audit room, too. You remember, you know. All, all the little stuff you do in the office, but when you're traveling, it's like worse, right? You put scotch tape underneath somebody's mouse, you know, it's not working. Oh, yeah. um, you know, mess with their keyboard, like, but I don't know. When you're on the road, like, it it e- even carries even more weight because you don't have, I don't know, an IT person there to help you. You don't have, and especially when the IT person is the one doing it. Um, you know, we learned some fun stuff there, but there were, well, there were get oftentimes shenanigans. Huh? I remember back in the office with uh, Weston where he had that super duper mouse that he could program all the buttons. Oh yeah. <laughs> went went in there right. and changed it so yep. every button was print or was uh paste. So whatever he clicked, it just pasted yeah. whatever was on the clipboard. Oh, he was mad. <laughs> I don't remember what he did to get back at me, but it was good. I know that because that's oh. what he does. Um Oh, I forgot about that one. That that's that was a doozy. These are the uh Wallpapers and screensavers were the big ones. We got in trouble for that one. That was yeah. Some of the O and P guys got mad because we put Justin Bieber as their their wallpaper. 
Yep. But oh man, we got in so much trouble for that one time. It's remedial training. I still say if you leave your laptop unlocked, I did it to my COO yep. at Grant all the time. He got Britney Spears so often. And I, I, one day I asked him, like, hey, <laughs> if I ever step, overstepped, he goes, nope, I got to learn. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, that, that wasn't, we didn't have as much luck with uh, some of the old auditors. We'd, yeah. you know, take you a screenshot of their, their desktop and then post it and it looked like it was, you know, current screen, oh. but it wasn't moving. The mouse didn't work. It, <clears throat> yeah, the whole thing was, we had some doozies. But just slowing down the mouse, I mean, that, was, that was the easy one. Oh, that was brutal because that would take forever. Yeah, Brady did the uh, the print screen of the backdrop or the desktop to uh, one of the CSRs, yeah. the customer service rep at Grant. And I don't want to <laughs> say how long IT spent trying to fix it before he walked by and just started laughing and Tina realized what he'd done. But oh, man. Much longer than it should have. That's a classic. Um, should we out Morgan's California love? Oh, yeah. Why not? Might as well. I've teed it up already. <laughs> I'm going to caveat it with, I like most of California, so I'm, this is just Morgan. But uh, I think where, where were we? I don't know if you were on this one or if it was maybe it was a, a PG&E audit where we were doing back and forth in the valley to the coast. I think we got out to the coast and Morgan goes, ah, that's the part of California I like. Everything west of the PCH. Yep. Oh, oh, Morgan. But he sure managed to have fun. Yeah. Some of the areas that were east of the PCH. But that's that's an archer after dark. <laughs> you had to bring it up. I won't say too much because he's got just as much dirt on me. No doubt. Probably more because I'm sure he uh, downloaded my phone. Yeah. <laughs> we can download all our phones. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Next time we're together, we'll just make it his birthday again. All will be well. <laughs> I bet they don't do that for him anymore. That's sad. Oh, it is. Every Every restaurant, every dinner, it was Morgan's birthday. Somewhere in New Mexico, and it was actually my birthday... And I realized what you guys were up to, so I I bailed early, ditched, and, and Morgan realized that I ditched, yep. and he ditched. So then they bring it out, and we're all looking at each other like, whose birthday is it? They left. So I don't remember whose it was that time. And that, that became the really, honestly, the most confusing part is when it was actually somebody's birthday. Like, we didn't know how to act because it was always Morgan's birthday at dinner. So it was pretty funny to watch that go down because they'd be like, oh, no, and then it would go to somebody else, and then another time it still be Morgan's birthday or we tell them it was both their birthdays. We had, we had a lot of two free desserts some nights with uh, Morgan's birthday and the actual person celebrating it. We got Darren once. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. I think that was, yep. Right? Was that the was one like you intercepted things. where he had set it up for Morgan yep. and, and you, you caught the waitress and like, no, it's actually his birthday. And Darren yeah. was way confused by that. Speaking of Darren ones, I got one of the few, Maybe the only safe for work Darrenism. Any idea what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Your laughing tells me that it's not. Another one comes to mind. Like I just, <laughs> I just went through like thirty sayings from Darren, and none of them are safe for this no, conversation. Uh, it's only money. You can't take a U-Haul to heaven. <laughs> Which was clearly yeah. not. He may, I'm yep, pretty sure he looked good. around to make sure Brent wasn't there because one of the running jokes the whole time we worked together was that Brent, Brent had to ask Darren to spend money. And Brent wanted to buy a boat and Darren wouldn't let him. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if that actually yeah. <laughs> had happened or not. But the running joke was that, that Darren had gotten Brent's password to his 401k and changed it. So that Brent couldn't actually yeah. mess up his money. So that Darren could help him manage his money and so he couldn't touch it. Yeah. I, I think there's some truth in there somewhere. Totally plausible. 
No, Darren, Darren was a good money manager, man. He'd, he'd keep you on the up and up. Do we, do we share the roach one? That was probably safe. We'll leave some names out. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them is Darren because I think he's pretty straightforward. But Darren talking to one of our CPCs. Uh, Darren goes, we have a pop quiz for you. Do you know what a roach is? Our, our CPC, the animal? <laughs> and Darren, no, it's street slang. And then the CPC, wait, are you calling me a roach? <laughs> we had some naive folks there. It's always fun when you mix Darren and somebody naive because, man, it's food. The only thing more fun was somebody who had one or two too many drinks around Darren. Don't show that weakness. That interview is going to be fun. He knew he knew how to pour gasoline on a fire. Hell, he still does. <laughs> he still does. And that was even without using the wilt. I mean, he hit it with the wilt, and you, you'd you'd cop to that tootsie roll oh, he stole. Man, when you're five years old. Yep. Yep. He'd give you that look. Mm, masterful at it. Still is. I don't know why I say was. We were just with him a couple weeks ago. He still just he'd give you that stare, and you're just like, ah, do nothing but tell the truth. Let's see. I think that's just about all the ones we could probably share other than the Morgan. You got one more? The, the timeless wisdom of Morgan. But I think that could be a whole other episode. Once you forget the audit <laughs> approach, you're no longer an auditor. And I can't remember the context on that. Yeah. Somebody that used to work there that was sending yeah. emails in or. Yeah, I think that might have been as we had a question through an entity from a you know, former auditor or was then a consultant. I don't remember it, but there was something along those lines where said, uh, yeah, you forget the audit approach. You're no longer an auditor, which I think, Nick, you had mentioned before we started this about, you know, if you never knew the audit approach, were you ever really an auditor? I don't I, actually it makes me wonder because <laughs> we had the the spreadsheet, the the gospel, like you were in charge of maintaining yeah. it. Um, yep. I still got the, yep. the last version I was there for because that thing was money. Um, that was my yeah, my secret decoder ring. Used to get the IT people get mad at me at Grant because I'd walk in with my MacBook and everybody'd start asking when they could get a MacBook. They're like, "That's his personal." <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd pop that thing open every time we had SIP meetings, and I would just go, "Here's the audit approach." A lot of people still don't know that ever existed. Maybe it's still in existence, but yeah, we had a we had a master spreadsheet that we update at least every year, every year, or as neat, or if something popped. Yeah, we kind of documented what the approach was and how we how we'd look at things and what to what to not look at, you know, to not chase the red herrings that really didn't matter. Yeah, there was a there was a spreadsheet out there. I'm sure it still exists in some form or fashion, but I don't remember how many times we had executives executive that would try to get us to publish that. It's like, no way. We can't publish that because <laughs> as soon as we publish it, we're gonna learn something new. We're gonna be out talking to somebody like Jason Roysden or, or uh, Jason Smith at the time or Brian Register when they were at Hebertola yeah. or Avangrid. And they yeah. introduce you to something you didn't realize, but then you've got it written down something yeah. up. Yeah. It was just, we couldn't republish that because it wasn't the standard. We want people building towards our interpretation because it was fluid. Yeah. And you never knew when NERC was going to come out, we'd have something all set up and all of a sudden NERC would, Kevin Perry would show up or the squirrels would come out of the beard and, divine something new and all of a sudden yeah. what we had been doing for two three years and been working with everybody on was no longer allowed or was whatever yeah yeah there was a lot of risk in published publishing our interpretation so they kept it kept it on download just like a completed r saw right nobody's ever seen other than the auditors nobody's ever seen a completed r saw i saw a lot of audits where the r saw wasn't completed hold on let me add that <laughs> 
I don't know if you were on, I remember one audit where Darren asked some point blank if they wanted to go blow on the ink to make sure it got dry before they gave it to us. So, I was still new. I was like, man, <laughs> this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's getting spicy. Yeah, there were some. Yep, there were some good ones. Uh, yeah, all the the best ones, though, honestly, the RSOs were the ones that were still redlined. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they'd given us a, a version of what they were in the middle of reviewing and, <laughs> you know, comments, redlines. You're like, I don't think this is intended for us. That always made for Speaking a, of the awkward conversation. I remember reading through, I think when I was still new, one of the, the ways we would train was to look at the RSAWs for the audit we were doing from the three-year-before cycle. And for us, that three-year-before yeah. was, was when the entire audit team, except for, I think, Brent and Morgan, uh, resigned at the same time. So oh, they yeah. had, I think, Brent... Morgan, Mick, I think Darren might have been there as a contractor. They had like four guys trying to catch up on like six yep. months worth of backlog. So I'd be looking at some of those RSAs and be like, yeah. oh, no. Oh. BP, BPA was at this utility. Yeah. Why are, Why was BPA in New Mexico? Yeah. Why was BPA in Butte? What the heck? But they were so yeah. swamped. It was just copy and paste. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of control, them. a lot of you find know? and replace that went wrong or didn't, didn't go at all. <laughs> Why did we change entities in the middle of the RSAW, the write-up from the auditors? That's the part you guys never saw was the uh, the auditors and their kind of all their notes and what they saw and what they read. Um, nobody gets to really see that, but there's a lot of control control find or control F and replace when it comes to that for the entities. One of these days we're going to have to do the, do the consultants after dark story, some of the things we've seen on that side. Oh, yeah. Maybe. That's a whole nother chapter. <laughs> That's a whole nother chapter. I feel like the whole thread with uh, James and Pauline could be a whole, they could be a series, man. We'd probably have to run that entire thing through chat GPT to get, get that sanitized enough to be able to share, but. (laughs) I don't know. Might, might lose some of its punch, you know? Yeah. Well, some of the stories I've heard from you all down at, uh, down in Phoenix, there's a trove of information there too, but. Yeah, there, there's there's quite a few down there. There's some good ones. No doubt. There's there's stories to be had, but for another time. Should we wrap it Absolutely. up? Absolutely. Yep. So right. thanks for joining. Uh, come find Brian and Ryan next time you see us out at a, out in the wild and uh, find out more of the Archer After Dark. The yeah. rest of the stories. The not safe for work ones, because some of those are cool. The cheese one's good. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Take care. Yeah, thanks everybody for joining. We'll see you later. Not only is Direct Connect available to listen to, you can also watch each episode on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash at ArcherU. If you're interested in who we are and what we do, you can head on over to our website at archerint.com. You can also follow us on our social media platforms, Archer International on Facebook, Archer Energy Solutions LLC on LinkedIn, and at Archer SEC on Twitter. Thanks for listening and check back every other week for brand new episodes of Direct Connect.